podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Wednesday on which absolutely nothing is happening, other than the fact that Cody Gakpo is to have his Liverpool medical today before signing his contract, being announced and then registered most likely on January 1st, with probably a view to him playing some part in Liverpool's game on the second against Brentford. Um, this transfer obviously came out of nowhere. And if you haven't been listening, there is plenty of coverage on Anfield Index, uh, podcasts, articles, etc. Make sure you go and check it all out. And there is more to come as well. Uh, obviously, the main Liverpool websites are full of Gakbo-related content. It's the lead article on both this is Anfield and Liverpool.com. Um, the other sort of main thing that's come out over the last few days, a little bit more serious, and that is obviously the fact that Jay Spearing has been diagnosed with Addison's disease, which is quite a, a rare condition uh, that affects the adrenal glands on the kidneys. It's a chronic condition in which your adrenal glands don't produce enough of the hormones cortisol and aldosterone. Aldosterone? You know me with words. Um, It doesn't sound particularly fun. And obviously, it's quite serious. So hopefully, Jay um, can make a full recovery. And and this is not going to be something that ends his coaching career or, or, or worse. Um, certainly horrible timing as well, obviously, with it being the Christmas period. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully Jay can make a uh, a full recovery. It's never nice to see anybody uh, get, get sick and certainly not to see somebody have to miss Christmas. Um, his first Christmas off in 17 years, and he spent it in the... In the hospital, which is uh, yeah less than ideal. So hopefully he makes a, a full recovery or as, as much of a full recovery as is possible. I'm not very clued in on what this uh, condition entails, whether it is something that can be treated and cured or whether it's something he's going to have to live with. Um, yeah, I mean, Liverpool beat Villa on St. Stephen's Day or Boxing Day for the Heathens. That was fun. Then Paul Joyce tweeted out that we were in talks for Gakbo. And then within two hours or so, it was done. And PSV had announced it was done. And we have a new player. So, you know, it was a very, that was a very good day for the club. All things considered, a very, very promising day. 
and hopefully more to come. Now, David Lynch has just decided to piss on everybody's party and said that we won't be signing Enzo Fernandez in January. Now, the thing is, there's really, really, really good, reliable journalists from Argentina who are convinced that it is us he is going to, that we are willing to pay the money to get him. Uh, may well be the case that it's one we want to do in the summer um, once we've secured top four football again. Uh, there's a lot of talk, obviously, around Enzo right now. I wouldn't put any real faith in any of it, um, especially the links to other clubs. We've seen a lot of mention of Manchester United. Manchester United have no money to spend. None. They spent all of their money in the summer when they spent, you know, 200 million on a garden gnome and a music box ballerina. So there's no money there to spend. It's one of the reasons the club are for sale. It's so that the Glazers don't have to spend money in January. If you want proof that the Glazers, that that United don't have any money, the Glazers didn't take any dividends out of the club at the end of the year because the money wasn't there for them to take those dividends out. United can't afford Enzo Fernandez. It's also part of the reason we got Cody Gakpo. United can't afford him. If United could have afforded them, the price would have been significantly higher because PSV initially wanted 45 to 50 million and add-ons, and we've gotten them for 44, including add-ons. So United weren't able to get him. They're not going to be able to get Enzo. There's been mention of Newcastle. Newcastle are already threading a very fine line when it comes to the Premier League's profit and loss rules. And Newcastle have a lot of other things that they need to do over this window and the summer. So they're not going to be in a position to go and spend that type of money on him, as good as he is. Uh, Chelsea have been mentioned. Well, let's let's have a real careful look at Chelsea. Todd Bowley has been borrowing money to fund the transfers they've done so far. They spent whatever it was, $300 million in the summer, um, which obviously was an outrageous amount. Before sacking the manager, they spent that money for. Then they committed $60 million to paying for Nkunku. They're buying David Datro, David Datro Fafana, is that his name? From Molda for 12. They're buying Andre Santos from Brazil for around the same. They're currently trying to buy Benoit Badiashile from Monaco for 35 to 40. So that's another 120 million. And again, Premier League profit and loss rules. Chelsea are not in a position, really, to go and spend that type of money. And when you read the reporting around these supposed bids, none of it really makes any sense. This idea that George Mendes arrived with the bids, they're not presents. They're not physical things. They might be a fax or an email, but... Then there was talk that Chelsea flew to Lisbon to present a bid. They're not tendering for the rights to redecorate the home dressing room. Nobody flies anywhere to present anything. It's nonsense. 
absolute nonsense. Most transfers are conducted now without either sporting director ever leaving their office. So this idea that Todd Bowley and co are flying all around Europe presenting a bullshit. It's just bullshit. So no, don't pay any attention to most of it. I, I if I had to bet, I would bet he stays until the summer. He seems to want to stay. They're going for the league title. They're obviously still in the Champions League. I think he'll want to stay till the summer. Uh, Duncan Castle's always a spoofer. Wrote some nonsense about how teams are willing to pay over his release clause to get him now. It's not how it works. It's just not how it works at all. And also, release clauses aren't buyout clauses. So it's not like a thing that they transfer the money to. Him. It's just, it, it's all spoofing. It's all spoofing. Um, also, just to point out two specific names. One of them, actually, let me just pull this up. Because um, I saw Colin Miller, who's who's very, very good, and wrote a great book. If you've never read Colin Miller's book, uh, The Frying Pan of Spain, about the Sevilla-Real Betis rivalry, uh, please, please do go and read that book. It's brilliant. Yeah, so Pedro Almeida. You, you'll know Pedro Almeida from Twitter. Um, he's not a real person. He just isn't. And if you take his profile picture and stick it into Google and do a reverse image search, that picture belongs to somebody by the name of Marco Corradi or Corradone91, who is an Italian journalist slash reporter, the co-founder of an Inter Milan fan site. So not so much a journalist as, you know, fan media. Um, That's who that picture is. That's who it belongs to. If you look up Pedro Almeida, or you look up Ekram Koner, who is another one of these transfer experts, look them up and try and find anything they've ever written. Try and find any proof they've ever existed other than... Twitter profiles and Instagram profiles. These are not real people. So when they're giving you your updates on any transfer, just block them because it's it's utter tripe. I've lost my train of thought here. Oh yeah, Enzo. I think he stays until the summer. I do think we will buy a midfielder. I do. And I think that midfielder might come from Brighton. I think we'll go back for Caicedo. If you think about it, the two midfielders we wanted were Chuameni and Jude, and I think Caicedo's the next best thing to Chiumeni. He's a different type of midfielder, but from a defensive point of view, he's the sim- a similar type of level. I actually think he might be a better defensive midfielder than Chiumeni. He's not as good on the ball, and he might not be as good an all-round player, but from a defensive point of view, I think Moises Caicedo is exactly what we're lacking. And I've said it before, the two I'd buy would be Moises and Enzo because they fill all the needs for us. You can play them as a as a double pivot. You can play them as eights with a six. You can play them as an eight and a six with another eight. So if you had those two, plus Fabinho and Thiago, you could play Enzo, Moises, and Thiago. You could play Enzo, Fabinho, and Moises. You could play Moises and Fabinho with Thiago. You'd have... 
plenty of different options to use. Um, I I understand the club are obsessed with Jude and Jurgen in particular is obsessed with Jude. And obviously Jude's ridiculously talented, but Enzo's a better player than Jude. Now in three, four years, maybe that's different, but in three, four years, Mo will be gone. Thiago will be gone. Virgil could be gone. Ali could be gone. You maximize what you have now. And I, I think Enzo would be the smarter move, but you know, it, it's not my money or my decision. So if we get Jude, it'll be brilliant because he is, he's going to be a brilliant player. He is genuinely going to be a brilliant player. But Enzo's a brilliant player now. And if the fees are the same or Enzo's a little bit cheaper, I, I just, I don't know how you go the other way. Um, but we'll see what happens. I, I do think we'll add a midfielder in this window. Um, it may be that Caicedo's too expensive for us. Maybe Tony Bloom holds out for a, a higher fee. I certainly don't think he'll get the 70 or 80 million that's been rumoured. I don't, I don't think that's the fee. But I, he might look for 60. I assume we'd like to pay around 50-ish. Which is frustrating when you think we could have had him for three million when he moved to Brighton. If not him, Manu Kone is an option. Kefren Turam is an option. Manu Lugart's an option. There's there's plenty of good young midfielders out there that we could make a move for and get. Uh, I have seen some people suggest that we can't sign another foreign player because we are at the seventeen player limit for non-homegrown. Uh, we have ways to work around that. We could cancel the loan of Arthur Mello. We could release Adrian or just not register him. Just because he, he's not going to play anyway because Cleveland Keller has the backup. And I think Harvey Davies is probably ready to be third choice. So you could just not register Adrian for the remainder of the season. Just tell him, look, you're just a training goalkeeper. That's what you signed on to be. That's what you're going to be. Um, so you could do that. That would clear up one spot. There's also the fact that players only count as non-homegrown if they were born for, for this season, if they were born before the 1st of January 2001. Well, Enzo, Moises Caicedo, uh, Manu Kone and Ugarth were all definitely born after the 1st of January. So they wouldn't count as non-homegrown. They'd count as kind of under-21 players, similar to Ozan Kabak, I think, two years ago, didn't count as a non-homegrown player because he counted as an under-21 player. Uh, Kefren Turam would also not count because he would be an under-21 player. Um, so, yeah, we, we don't have to worry about that. There's There's ways and means to work around those rules um this is Anfield they've got like I said a lot of stuff on Gakbo they've got a lot of stuff on the Villa game so do check those out uh on Liverpool.com again a lot of stuff on Gakbo the friendship with Virgil uh there's for some reason a piece that wants to say that this is our revenge for United taking Jaden Sancho uh, there's a media digest piece we'll have a look at. Um, right, hang on. Cody Gakbo concern. 
Steve Nichols says he's unconvinced about Cody Gakbo. Um, well, you know, that probably means he'll be really good. New midfield name emerges, and that new name is Alexis McAllister. Uh, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be overly upset about signing Alexis. He's a, a very, very good player. So yeah. Uh, th- this is what I'm talking about. Liverpool have agreed to pay the release clause of Enzo Fernandez, according to Portuguese journalist Pedro Almeida. He's not a Portuguese journalist. He's not a journalist, and he may not he may not exist. He certainly doesn't exist outside of Twitter. He may well have, you know, just be a figment of somebody's imagination. What was that? What was that fella? Duncan something. Duncan. Duncan Jenkins? Is that his name? The guy on Twitter that caused the big kerfuffle when Jen Chang told him he might get shit pushed through his door. Was that what was that Duncan Jenkins? Am I remembering that name right? I think that's what this is. This guy's a Duncan Jenkins type. He's a figment of somebody's imagination. Um and I'm not believing any of the stuff regarding um any of these moves, to be honest, because who do you trust? None of the main journalists, not not Joyce or Ornstein, had anything about Gakpo until the deal was done. And credit to Moby Hawk, who sent me a DM on Friday saying that we'd made a move. And Grizz, to his credit, sent me a DM on Saturday saying the exact same thing. We've made a move for Gakpo. Let's see if it pays off. That's it. They knew, or they had an inkling. They'd heard something. But the journalists didn't have a peep. And I know for a fact that one of the better connected journalists at Liverpool, formerly of the Echo, not Jimbo, didn't know about it until half an hour before the deal was announced. So, you know... Anfieldindex.com, we've got loads of new stuff. We've got loads and loads of new stuff that you can wrap your ears around. So we have articles. There is a piece about uh, Sofian Amrabat, which was written by Stephen Smith, of course. There's a piece about Cody Gakbo, which you should also have a look at. There's uh, the new Tony Evans article, uh, which basically says Liverpool should easily get top four, which is true, they should and if they don't, that's a massive, massive failure Um, David Davis put together by the way, the the Cody Gakbo article, Uh, in terms of podcasts, there's the Raw and the Nina Kauser show from the Villa game there is a Pro Plus with Trev and Dave. Not me, do the Dave. Um, about, you know, it's the usual transfer show, and there's some talk of Cody Gakbo. There's an old school with myself and Mr. Tandon. Finally dragged him out of his semi-retired state to do a podcast for you, the listener, uh, where we talked about Gakbo. There is a news round with Gags and Rick Elfrink to discuss... Gakbo's background, why United didn't sign him, and what to expect. We've got a couple more coming as well uh, over the next couple of days, so those should be good, and make sure you listen to them. 
Uh, there's a new scouted out where myself and Carl took a look at clubs in the Premier League and one club each around Europe that we think should be active in January. And we have just recorded the scouted for Leicester, um, where we also talked a bit about Gakpo, and that one will be out later today too. So there you go. There's also going to be a rival recon, and there'll be a Raw after the Leicester game, and there's all the good stuff that you're used to. So yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm joking. Um, I will see you all tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.